everyone welcome back to the now that's gaming podcast on today's episode we have two topics one is going to be what gamecube games would you love to see remastered or remade for the nintendo switch and the other one is going into the whole switch topic of hardware and pushing it to its limits if it's already at its limits and i'm joined with tubby mora from the tubby sandwich and we're back let's go again all right tubby so yeah are you ready to get into this oh i'm always ready man let's go all right let's, let's start do this. with switch hardware and pushing it to its limits so this is just basically i wanted to talk about the switch currently after a couple years of being released and if it's already kind of chugging because you have games coming out like fire emblem having a lot of issues we have some odd issues with other jrpgs like oninaki having a lot of lag on there when there's not even a lot of action just in certain parts of a city and i just want to go more into that so tubby do you want to start out with some of Mm. your thoughts on this yeah yeah so i guess the i guess the best example and the most recent example i can think of is our emblem three waifus See, what the thing with the game is, it's kind of strange because during combat, it doesn't really chug too much. But for some reason, when you're in the monastery and you're walking around, I guess as if that area has at least like maybe six or seven character models, specifically around the uh, the actual school part of the monastery, that's where it really starts to chug. And I'm not entirely sure why, because there's not a whole lot of stuff happening. Because, I mean, the characters are mostly just standing there, you know, ready for you to talk to them. But for some reason, it's just either that area is, like, not optimized or maybe the poly count is too high in, the, in that section. But, man, dude, the the Switch, it's literally like looking looking through a flip book at that point. It, it's Sometimes it drops to, like, 20 frames, mm-hmm. even less than that. It's just it's chugging. It's so bad. Like, I, I don't know what's going on. And then you say that it even, like, had some issues with the sound and like how loud your switch got or hot or whatever. Oh, you mean like, uh, cause oh, you like know, <laughs> ventilation. Yeah. The <laughs> ventilation, you know how loud it gets in some games like breath of the wild. Oh, actually sometimes it would happen. It, it wasn't too frequent though. Breath of the wild though. I, I know you experienced it too in the, uh, the forest. Mm-hmm. The, the one that's like really lush and dense. We don't want to give spoilers, but there's a forest in the game. And man, that the, the frame frames just dropped like crazy there. Well, what did you what did you experience when you're playing Breath of the Wild? Oh, I had issues when it was like raining and thundering, and a lot of effects on screen, especially when those like mage enemies came up. So mm-hmm. when there was just a lot of effects, there were some slowdown issues. I mean, it wasn't like incredibly bad or anything like that, but I definitely did notice it. And my switch when it was in docked mode was like really loud it was like screaming <laughs> <laughs> it was like it was crying <laughs> but i mean when i played it out of dock mode and in handheld mode i didn't have issues with most of the games that i have so i'm just curious to see in the future if these games will like get worse you, you know it's interesting though now that you mention it i think you played breath of the wild like a year or a year or two after it came out and all that all that lag and all the frame rate drops that's after it was patched and quote unquote fixed oh yeah so it, was, it, it was a lot worse beforehand actually dang oh wow i um hmm. did not know that because <laughs> yeah i remember that was a big thing even in like hyrule field uh just out in the open sometimes it would lag and chug it's just it, it's it's concerning is all i'm gonna say especially when when you see the frame rate drops during the Fire Emblem game. It makes you wonder how far, you know, this is, what, this is the reason why we're doing this topic. It really makes you wonder how far they can actually push the hardware itself before they really hit that cap. Because usually uh, when it comes to these video game consoles, like the PS4, Xbox One, Switch, uh, usually it's towards the end of the life cycle when developers really get a handle of this of the hardware they're working with. So they're really able... So generally at the end of the... The console's lifespan that's when mm-hmm. you get the best looking games like for instance uh like you know uh last of us for the ps3 or god of war 3 like they were they were really good looking games so it really makes you wonder how far nintendo's gonna push it <laughs> with their uh 
with their games towards the end. And then you have the like, thing about like the Switch Pro that is possibly coming out in the future. Oh, well, yeah, yeah, the Switch Pro. It's, it's a pretty high chance. And it's just thinking, well, they can't alienate everyone who bought a Switch because there's like way too many people. So like how much will it improve? Will it actually improve like a lot? Or is it just going to go into like other things like the battery life? Although you could say with the Switch, the new model to Switch and then the Switch Lite also increasing the battery already. <laughs> that's true, Honda. They already have a new model with a better battery life, mm-hmm. which they didn't advertise, by the way. And it was just like, <laughs> it just put out. <laughs> I mean, it seems to be pretty good to like a couple more hours or three hours. That's hey, a pretty couple. big That's difference. nice. I think it's like three or three or four more hours yeah and that's depending on the game that's crazy especially when you're always playing it in handheld mode like i know like you tubby you would benefit a lot from that unlike me i, I usually just play docked but i can see mm-hmm. a lot of people especially when traveling having like the thing lasts the whole way instead of like having to charge it yeah exactly or like if you're in the bathroom and you're taking like a long jump <laughs> You just don't have time to charge it. It's you. You need the extra battery life. It's it's so important. And I know this is something that me and you talk about a lot. Like what kind of change? What kind of changes would a new Switch hardware imply? And I know I know this is a good example. Is uh, they did they try to do a hardware upgrade for the 3DS. I'm not sure how how many people remember this, but there was a time frame. I don't know what it was called, but there was a new model of the 3DS, and it played only specific types of games. I think it was Xenoblade Chronicles was one of them, but you could only play that game on this specific model of the 3DS. And because of that, not a lot of people picked up the game in the first place. And then Nintendo kind of scrapped that idea and they stopped making games specifically for that 3DS model. Mm-hmm. It's it's uh, that, that that's the problem. It's like they want to do a hardware upgrade, but like you said, they can't alienate their current uh, install base. So it kind of leaves them in a weird position of, you know, what what exactly can they do with their hardware to upgrade it? Because with the the next generation just around the corner for the PS5 and Xbox, I don't even know what number they're going to use two, the Xbox two. <laughs> it's kind of like, uh, man, it, it makes you wonder what's going to happen with uh, Nintendo's uh, future titles. Not that, uh, not that graphics aren't, you know, so is that argument that graphics are not the most important thing, but Nintendo is a very ambitious company when it comes to their games, and I know they like to push their hardware. So it it just it just makes you wonder what what they have in store for the future. And I know we talked about some of the possible things they can do. One being better uh, better resolution in handheld mode. Uh, so instead of seven twenty p having like ten eighty p would be pretty cool or if they steady frame rate yeah steady frame rate or like kind of if they could i mean if they could have both would be great but if they could also have 60 fps in handheld mode or docked that would be great that one alien that can speak today that wouldn't <laughs> alienate the player base but it would also you know be like hmm i may want to do that but it's not like oh my god i have to do that because a lot of people yeah. are happy with their current Switch model. So they could do something like that. Maybe, I would say, a, make it thinner. If they could possibly do that. Or maybe... Oh, like uh, they decrease the weight yeah, in the system. Yeah, something that, like that's that. Actually, that's actually a good one. We didn't really think of... We didn't really talk about that, actually. That's a good one. And also have a D-pad, please. <laughs> please, let's have a D-pad. Oh, yeah. They, they should. Especially with the new... the. Was mm-hmm. it the Switch Lite? Yeah. Having the D-pad? They have to would be a good come change. out with Joy-Cons, like, right? Yeah. They could improve the kickstand as well. A little flimsy kickstand oh, would be a good Oh, yeah, definitely. The kickstand. And also, the controller drift. <laughs> <laughs> the most obvious one. But that should be, like, in general. Like, uh, not yeah. Ju- that, not, that should be worse if it was just on a Pro. <laughs> well, that'd be definitely. so And also... I don't know how, but create the dock so it doesn't scratch living crap out of your screen when you slide it in. Because <laughs> mm. I know that was a big, uh, big problem for a lot of people. It wasn't for me because I also have a screen protector just like you, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. But I know a lot of people had some issues with that. 
What else could they do, though? I don't know why, but, like, a few of those, the, like, the last ones, seems like they should just be, like, general switch upgrades. <laughs> not, not just pro. It's like the dock, that should be, like, better. Ethernet cord on the dock, that should be there. There's, like, just <laughs> things that, not even related to the pro, this, like, in general for the switch. But the for quality the, of life. But for the pro, I can see maybe having a thinner bezel around. For the design itself? Uh, around the screen. So there's oh, more. The screen. There's, there's a little bit more of the screen. There's oh, just like right, cool right. things like that they can do. Or maybe have the screen. I don't know. Would you want the screen bigger? Like how they did it with the Heck 3- yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 3DS XO. Actually, yeah, that, that would be nice. Because there's a if you look at the switch itself, there's still a lot of room to increase the screen size. Um I, I agree. Bigger screen would be nice. Making a lighter, you know what? Actually, just the fact that these quality of life changes itself might warrant a new purchase. But what about what about hardware wise? What do, what do you think they could do to improve it? Hmm. Well, they could more memory, have a, right? What were you about to say? More memory. Oh, one of them. Definitely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because there's only thirty two gigabytes in the current switch. So to be honest, they should really like. 128. Like, man, it's like I still want to see more because it's like games that like I'm just thinking like a few years from now and if a lot of people will go towards more digital games, especially since that is also enticing since you're in handheld mode and sometimes you may not always want to have a physical game with you. You just want to switch while you're in bed but and I have to get that's up. That's true. That's true. But you got to remember, this is Nintendo they're going to have at least uh, six more revisions of this thing. <laughs> <laughs> Dang. Oh, my goodness. Wow. It's not, you're not you know, wrong. Like, it's, it's possible. No Nintendo and their 3DS lineup. Yeah. It's, 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 it's going to happen. I can see 128. 256 would be really good. 512 Jeez, would be godly. Let's just, let's just throw two terabytes in there. Why not? <laughs> but I can see, like, realistically... I think 128 is solid. That's a pretty big jump. 128 is ideal. More, of course, is better. I feel like they would go as high as 64. Yeah. Just knowing Nintendo, unfortunately. So hold on to those SD cards. (laughs) Uh, I still need to buy one, but... Oh, jeez. The Switch hardware. With the games currently coming out, pushing it to its limits, I'm just... I, I just I'm just kind of hesitant to say that can, it's going to get people leave comments on uh, Podbean. Oh, yeah. If they're signed in to Podbean. OK, that's good to know. Uh, me and Noxo are curious if anyone's listening to this and if you have played Astral Chain, if you guys have noticed any like chugging with your switch, like is there any frame rate drops or is it pretty solid all the way through? Now, definitely leave a comment wherever this is going to be posted because uh, we're really curious to see so far all the newest games that have come out there's been some kind of sign i'm really curious about the dragon quest one to be honest the port that came out recently oh yeah the demo and the game that's coming out next month did you get to play the demo at all i downloaded it i didn't get to play it yet you haven't played it i heard it's really good i'm not sure about the like frame rate issues or anything like that but i mean from what i played it it seemed pretty solid, but <laughs> then again, it's just a demo. <laughs> it's just the beginning portion of the mm. game. I guess we'll see. Hopefully. Hopefully these uh, changes are going to be significant enough to extend the life, the life, lifetime of the switch. The lifetime. The yeah. Lifespan. We'll see. See, man. Tubby. Hmm. What games yes. would you love to see remastered? Or remade on the Switch. On the Switch? Oh, mm-hmm. thank you for asking. That's really a really good question. I honestly think in my uh, mm-hmm. professional experience mm-hmm. that Harry Potter and the Chamber of Secrets for the GameCube should be remastered. Now, I bet you guys are wondering, uh, is this guy high? <laughs> well, that's not the case. Because according to IGN, the number one video game news source... They stated that this is how all movie licensed games should be reborn as video games. And they scored the game a whopping 8.9, which is higher than Spider-Man for the PS4. So therefore, 
It deserves a remaster. All right, back to you, Nakaso. All right, Tubby. That's a, that's a good one. <laughs> Harry Potter oh and the Chamber God. of Secrets. Harry Potter and the Chamber of Secrets. Beautiful Joe. We both yeah, played we this. Joe. And it's an awesome series of the first game and the second one. Especially if you're into like comic book movie and cheesy stuff. Awesome. It has like a lot of cool stuff with the gameplay, slow motion, and it's fast and forwarding. Speed up, yep. And speed up. And it's so cool of how you like dodge missiles and it's like in slow motion. And then you have enemies that can be defeated in one way or another, and it makes it easier. And then you have really difficult bosses in a game that gives a big challenge. It's a really unique game in a sense of how it's like played. Because you mm-hmm. have this meter to also like gauge as well when you're speeding up or slowing down. You kind of have to balance it out. And then you have all these cool kind of movie things happening. It's also it's like so cool how it's like you're just taken from the actual theater into the actual game. Yeah, it's also almost like a I think it's set up like a movie too. Like you're trying to literally rack up combos and impress everyone. With how stylistic, how beautiful you are, you know, your beautiful combos. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like, uh, you know, you know what it's very similar to? Devil May Cry, actually. How you're trying to, like, keep keep the combos going. Oh, yeah. <laughs> to, to, get, uh, to get scores. Yeah. So it's a, it's a pretty, it's a pretty cool game. If you guys have never tried it before, definitely recommend uh, the Beautiful Joe series. Although, Nakusa, there is a game that definitely had that, I don't know artistic appeal what was it called came out on the wii u not a lot of people played it a wonderful 101 wonderful 101 that game that's another I'm pretty game. sure there's a lot of people <laughs> yeah oh, i played the demo of that i was like yeah same here really it was really good i'm not sure why i never picked it up though like probably because it's on the wii u <laughs> <laughs> okay. i'm just kidding um, the wii u is a console. <laughs> well, now. Well, now. Hmm. Anyways, okay. yeah, back to Beautiful Joe. Back to uh, Wonderful 101. <laughs> that was like a superhero oh, game. So, yeah, they both. It's so unfortunate that the games went underrated for the longest time. And they were solid games. Do you think, do you know why, Tubby, those games would end up like that? Or is it like Psychonauts where. It just didn't have enough advertisement. Oh, you know what? I I think it just wasn't advertised well enough or not a lot of people talk, you know, spoke about it. So I don't I don't recall a lot of people talking about these games in the first place. Like they were really like those hidden gem games that no one knew about. I think a lot of it had to do with marketing, to be honest. I think I think it's mostly marketing. Yeah, and actually with Beautiful Joe, the only reason I found out about it is because I rented it. Like, I went to, uh, <laughs> oh, what was man. it, Blockbuster? And Black I seen Buster. it, and it does look cool. And that's how I actually found out about it. Otherwise, Same. I probably would have never heard about it until, like, way later. Yeah, same here. I, I, it was a rental for me. It just, I had no idea. It, it just looked cool, the, the cover. <laughs> Like, why is this dude, why is this, this guy's tongue sticking out? And why is he, like, kicking something? It just, it just, looked, it just looked cool. Best decision ever, though. It's a great game. Great game series. All right, Tubby. Next up. All right, okay. Let's, let's, uh, let's sit down and let's be serious. No more Harry Potter and Chamber of Secrets. And even though I think, that, I think that was a good game. I can't remember. Anyways, uh, for me, GameCube game that I would want remastered or remade is i'm going to start with eternal darkness now if you don't know what eternal darkness is it's probably because this is (laughs) like beautiful joe this was another game that went under a lot of people's radar it was essentially like a horror game It, it messed with your psyche your sanity as you played it uh the character if i if i do recall it's kind of similar to like resident evil almost top down perspective most of the time, the camera is like pulled back and you kind of control a character in the environment. You're trying to figure out, you know, what's going on in this world. And the cool thing and the cool and unique thing about this game, though, was the sanity meter. And as your character was progressing through the game and your sanity, your sanity meter dropped because your character was getting scared by everything, mm-hmm. it would start to mess with the game itself. 
like things would happen like uh it would look like that oops oops you removed the disc from the gamecube or sometimes it looked like the, the screen would turn on and off like it's just really trippy things like you're having technical problems right mm-hmm. it, it, it was crazy <laughs> it was crazy man it was like fourth like fourth wall breaking stuff <laughs> did you know about that at all when you played it that's- oh no I, I didn't know about this stuff when i when i played it so it made it even better like <laughs> <laughs> like i was like what my memory card really the the save just got corrupted why won't it save like it, it like actually freaked me out i know uh i know my cousin tailman was also there when we were playing it too it, it was it was crazy stuff now imagine right if they grabbed Eternal Darkness, they remastered, remade it, put it on the Switch, but it reflected Switch hardware problems instead. Like it would do things like the game card has been removed from the Switch, or it makes it look like you're going back to the, you know, to the home menu, and then it looks <laughs> like you're, you're trying to you're trying to delete the game. Just like stuff like that would be amazing. Or oh, that's good. When you, on HD TVs, you can always do like source changing, and a lot of the TVs look the same when they do it, so they could easily implement uh, like these visual hallucinations that that can just be uh, set in modern times like with how people struggle with some of this stuff nowadays in terms of the hardware i think it would be pretty sick <laughs> and then they could also do something where they revert back to like the gamecube graphics oh my god <laughs> Dude, that would be amazing oh. or dead pixels on your switch if you're holding in handheld mode oh that's Man. evil <laughs> that, that is evil <laughs> But dude, Dang, Eternal Darkness that's, that's great. Would, would be would be perfect. Man. You guys don't know if you guys don't know this game, I'd at least say look up some YouTube videos on it because it's it's pretty crazy what it was trying to do. I would say it's along the line of like remember Metal Gear Solid, the yeah, Psycho Mantis, like that. Yeah, like yeah, like that kind of fourth wall breaking stuff. It's pretty good stuff. Definitely recommend it. Anyways, your turn, Nakuso. What else you got? All right, I'm gonna go through two games. These are quick. And we both know about them. One, Super Mario Sunshine. <gasps> Tubby. Mario Sunshine. I mean, come I on. I mean, is the, is, <laughs> you have to say anything <laughs> about this? That's, that's what everyone wants, right? Yeah. It's been a long uh, time. Yeah. And Arlo, Cookie Monster's cousin, has campaigned for this as well. He's, he's officially set on a crusade to bring this to light. I... I don't know, dude. Remember that picture? The watermelon? <laughs> oh, the picture of that. It's, it's probably just a picture. Watermelon at two seeds on his cheek. That's Can right. You mean one thing. Nintendo did tweet out that. And then it has sunshine in the posts. I don't know. It's, it's I weird. don't know. Yeah. Come on. Wouldn't Sunshine make a great game if they like visualized it? How they increased the... Does bring it up to like Odyssey looks? And yeah, maybe fix I, some of the uh, some of the issues I had in the game, like some of the yeah, bugs and I stuff. Agree. But I don't know. I, I always thought Sunshine was a great game. I know a lot of people don't like it because of one, the voice acting was kind of weird, and then two, it's like I think the difficulty and those <laughs> the difficulty spikes. Yeah, in certain stages, yeah. especially like the special <clears throat> stages. Oh my god, those special stages were brutal. They, you know, those special stages, they really highlighted the fact that I think out of all the Mario games, this is like one of the, this is this Mario game without flood. Mario doesn't really control very well without flood. You you really, you really start to see it in those special stages, unfortunately. But what what if, what if they just grabbed the, uh, like the gameplay aspects, like Mario's movement from Odyssey and they just put it into (laughs) Mario's sunshine. Thing. I don't know. That would kind of take away from it after trying to. Remaster. No, but keep flooding everything. Oh. I'm just talking about like the base movement. Oh, you know, how, he, how he's jumping. The, the actual platforming without flood. Yeah, with, with the newer uh, Mario engine mechanics. I don't know what, mm-hmm. what you did they do it? that in Wind Waker when they remade it for the Wii U. Did you notice any gameplay, or is it just visual and like? Uh. From what I was, from what I could, like decipher, I think I think most of it was just the re- revolving around the the sailing, reducing the sail time. Oh yeah, the long sail times. That uh, that was the primary thing people were excited yeah, about. That was a pretty big thing too, and they changed it. They didn't have to do it. 
But you know what? Quality of life. Yeah, stuff, I don't remember so. too many bad things about Wind Waker besides the selling. Yeah, that, that, that's pretty much it. That's the biggest flaw that people remember. Oh, you know what? No. Remember the towards the end when you have to get the pieces? Mm. Where, you have, where you have to travel around and then you have to get every single piece? Oh, it was like a really yeah, slow yeah, portion. Yeah, like different parts of the world. Yeah. I'm trying not to say what it is. But uh, yeah, they addressed that too, I believe. They shortened that segment. Other than that, though, game was great. I liked it. Good stuff. But Mario Sunshine? What else could they do? <laughs> I think that's just it. Flood? <laughs> yeah, Sunshine was one. And then the second one was Paper Mario and a Thousand Year Door. I mean, come on. Uh, not not much needs to be said. Not much. Dude, there hasn't... Okay, I'm going to say there hasn't been a Paper Mario game. <laughs> It has been a Paper Mario game since the Thousand Year Door. I'm just joking. The one one that we was good. It was just it was not, different. It was just it was not different. the RPG style, which is weird because the I remember the one on the Wii. I, I remember liking the characters in that in that version. It's just it didn't have that. It wasn't a Mario RPG. That's just the problem, like you said. And then, have you played any of the other titles on the 3DS? Oh, there's more. Oh, there you go. <laughs> I'll take that as a no. You're not talking about wait, Paper Mario? Yeah, like Sticker Star or oh, Color no. Splash. No, no, I'm sorry. Yeah, same here. I think people people just said like for some reason the the game franchise kind of just like lost its heart and soul of like what made it great in the first place. Mm-hmm. I remember Paper Mario Thousand Year Door. I remember like the NPCs like having really funny dialogue. The allies that you would partner up with, they were all like big exorbitant personalities like each of them were really unique and it's just they were just just enjoyable to experience the whole adventure with them mm-hmm. i think the new ones though i think it kind of just like lost that luster kind of just became a basically a kids game do you know <laughs> like, why like, they did no that one cared. like why they would change the formula when it was already like really well received i, I guess they just wanted to do something it's weird because <sighs> it could be the writing man you know honestly it might just come down to the, the writing. writing yeah Hmm. Now, don't quote me on this, but I do remember Arlo talking about what went wrong with a lot of the newer Paper Mario games, and they said it was because uh, I think he said something like Miyamoto, because because he he believes when it comes to ga- what video games, a story should not be the main focus; it should be the gameplay, creating experiences. Hence, that's why a lot of his games don't have like <laughs> a full drawn out story. So I think he had he had some influence on the creation of some of these newer uh, Paper Mario games. But again, don't quote me on that. It was a while ago when I saw that. So I think it's just the writing, man, to be honest. That's unfortunate. You, you know what it's similar to? It's, it's also, remember the Mario and Luigi games? That RPG? Oh, yes. Series? Like, I heard those are really good. Ah, the, the recent ones? Yeah, the recent I played... ones I heard were okay. Bowser isn't, I mean, Bowser Jr. isn't. That's probably like the last quote unquote best one. Okay. After, after that, I don't know what happened to the game series, man. Like, I, I played one of them. I think it was the, the Dream. I don't, I don't remember. Paper Dream. <laughs> Mario and. Oh, here we go. Luigi. <laughs> don't even remember the name of the game. Uh, Mario and Luigi. It was called. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dream Team. There you go. 2013. Oh, I heard of that one. When I was playing it, dude, like, I don't know. I, I did not enjoy it. I don't know if it's because I was older or because it's just like the jokes weren't landing. But it was just, it was just, it was tough to play through. Like, I had to force myself to play through it. And I, I just rented it, too. And then they would, they kept sprinkling in, uh, like these annoying tutorials, like, and they forced you to, to do the tutorials. You, there's no option to skip it. Like it would say, oh, press B, and then you have to wait. Then you press B. Then it's, then they would say, oh, press A. Then you have to wait. Press A. It's like I get the I get the I get the point. I just want to skip the tutorial and then move on. But man, they forced they like force feeded you tutorials in that game. I just I didn't like it, dude. I, I know what it. You know what I think it is. It might be just too much hand holding. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's weird because 
Oh, yeah, I guess Nintendo handholds a lot sometimes. Not it, new it, games. It, it, depend, it depends on... Yeah, it just depends, though. They use... Well, I'm, I don't know. It's like certain games they do, certain games they don't. Well... Because, like, when they added the whole thing in 3D World and 3D Land with the Invincible thing, if you kept dying too much... <laughs> Uh, I don't know. That was kind of funny. Well, what about the Mario Maker 2? Did they like force feed you tutorials or did you have like. Well, the, the whole story is them? a tutorial. <laughs> the whole story is a tutorial. It teaches you about oh. the game. Oh. Okay. But did they like stop you when you're playing? Like when you're playing the game? Did they... No, no. I mean, like while you're playing, no. It, it was just before you got inside a level, it would tell you. Uh, okay. I think you would just play the game normally. Hmm. So it like, tells you, like, you can do this with that, or it introduces new mechanics that's new to Super Mario Maker 2. Okay. That's I what see. it does in the story. And then you keep building up the castle. And then it just keeps telling you new different things that they added. So this gives you a good idea of how the game plays while also having some of the story and characters. It's mm-hmm. nice. Oh, man. Well,. Well, I guess I guess we'll I see. We'll Paper see Mario. what happens with that. I don't know. Well, Tubby, want to go on? What's your What's your pick? My pick. Two more here. I want to say Donkey Konga. <laughs> <laughs> Donkey Konga remaster remade on the Switch. I'm not. You know what? I would like for them to sell the bongos. You know, like maybe make them wireless or something. To go with the switch mm-hmm. but if they didn't you know you could also use the uh the joy cons as well but one of the things i i didn't really like about donkey konga was the fact that there was a lot of pop music like pop music is fine it's just when you think of a donkey konga game or donkey kong game you think mm-hmm. of like hard-hitting beats uh like jazz in tropical instruments freeze, right they have some yeah, like, that would be amazing yeah. to have wouldn't it yeah like tropical freeze type music or donkey kong country music now imagine if they did that right Obviously, mm-hmm. Nintendo has the licenses to a lot of different soundtracks. So what if they grabbed a lot of those soundtracks? Like, imagine the Super Smash Brothers Ultimate, you know, list of music. They grabbed it and they like reorchestrated it to to match like a Donkey Konga, Donkey Kong type theme with the with the songs. I Dang. think that'd be pretty sick. Oh, <laughs> and then if you want to get crazier, they could have remastered like stages, like themed for those songs. That's yeah. a little too crazy. Like if they had Jump Up Superstar <laughs> from Odyssey. No, it it would just be cool. And then just to see what kind of like how they would manipulate it to fit the Donkey Konga theme or Donkey Konga gameplay. I'm just saying uh, something that no one really talks about, but it would be pretty awesome. <laughs> uh, I think the Switch is in the Switch needs some uh, good musical um, games. Yeah, musical games. Clearly, they're they're not delivering. There's not a lot besides like some indie games I can think of. Yeah, Rhythm Heaven would be amazing too. But that's a that's another topic for another time. <laughs> uh, that's a good one. Handheld games. Handheld uh, games. Throw in the, the backlog. Yeah, go ahead, man. Well, this is what we both play. I'm I'm actually surprised you played this until I seen it on your channel. Which is the Tubby Sandwich, by the way, if you've never seen it, where Tubby does unboxings. <laughs> oh, but Kirby Air Ride. Dang. I was surprised. Under the radar, you, dude. I know. That, I played that with my friend. That was so fun. In Versus Mode. I'm not sure. Did you play Versus Mode on that? Or did you just like play a lot I of I mostly played City Trial. Mm-hmm. That's where I spent most of the time. But I did play a lot of the racing and the versus modes. You're talking about like the different game modes, right? Like you'd yeah. be competing in challenges. Was, yeah. It was so yeah, cool. Yeah, I did those. Those were fun. Like fighting King DTD. Yeah. <laughs> and that was one uh, of the first games. I mean, it's not official 3D, but it had walking segments. And it was just nice to see Kirby not in like a 2.5D game. To see in like a 3D-ish kind of environment. And it definitely... And it, and it wasn't like a clone either of like Mario Kart or anything. Like, you know how like a lot of those games during that mm-hmm. era try to copy the Mario Kart formula? Kirby Air Ride really did its own thing when you when you think about it. I mean, uh, you know, it was, it was Mr. Sakurai who designed it after all. And <laughs> he, built, he built the whole game just, 
you can literally play the whole game with one button. It was just A and the control stick, and that was all you needed. And it was it was simple, but it was so much fun. And there was a lot of different things you can do. And I really like the maps because there was like a lot of different areas of a map that you can go into and get power ups and also like speed up really fast. You got some pretty good speed in that game. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you did. So did you ever play? Did you play a lot of City Trial or no? Uh, I remember playing it mostly with multiplayer. Yeah. But multiplayer I, City Trial. Yeah. But I haven't like. I don't remember. It was a long time ago. Man, if you talk to anyone who's played Kirby's Air Ride, they will most likely talk about City Trial because that was that by itself could have been its own like video game. <laughs> to be honest, it was just like a large sandbox. It threw you in. You could explore this oh, huge yeah. city. I remember it. Vaguely. Yeah, yeah. And then you get all these like different power ups, uh, you, and you have to go around and searching for the best cart, and then you have to grab the power ups. And you never knew what kind of challenge would be presented at the end of the round. <laughs> wow, I forgot all about that. That's yeah, it, it, it was crazy, dude. And then the number one thing that people would always look for, oh, actually, these these are the two things people would look for, are the legendary air rides, which were the Hydra, mm-hmm. which was like this vehicle that would move incredibly fast on ground, and it could literally one-shot anything. <laughs> mm-hmm. And then you had the Dragoon, which was a which was a vehicle that could fly indefinitely. So if you got if you were one of those lucky people who got all the parts within like the three minutes, you were pretty much set to win whatever challenge was presented at the end of the game. It was crazy. I really wish uh, Mr. Sakurai would have continued developing it because I feel like that would easily have made like one of the best party games moving forward. Like like when people think of party games, they would be like Mario Party and then they would think Kirby's Air Ride. <laughs> or Man. Smash Brothers too. It would have been crazy, dude. That's, that's really strange that... There was no, I mean, I'm not sure how well it did. That's could be also another reason. It, 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 it didn't do good. Did it, did it not do good in Japan? Because they're a big fan of Kirby. Oh, I know it didn't do good in reviews either, and that might have hurt it. Oh. Uh, 61% on Metacritic, apparently. And then it was it, IGN gave it a 5.2. Uh, GameSpot gave it a 5.1. Jeez, I guess. What was wrong with oh. it? Hmm. Do I have nostalgia glasses on? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there were there were definitely some. I know the camera flaws. was issues sometimes. I, I there can't, really wasn't I a lot of stuff to do for single player either. Oh. It's mostly multiplayer. But, geez, man, this is like, I don't know. This is like a this is definitely a guilty pleasure game for a lot of Nintendo fans. It's fun stuff. I recently played it again. Oh yeah, she did. It was, it was still, yeah, <laughs> I thought it was still pretty fun. Oh, that's good. I'm glad that it still have, was a multiplayer you played. Yeah, I played with Tailman and some of my other cousins when they were here. All right. Yeah, because I have four player, right? Yeah. <laughs> Man, if I can, can you imagine if they did the whole city trial mode, but they had it like full on multiplayer? Mm-hmm. Like had like wow four people online. <laughs> oh my that's goodness. So that's too crazy, Toby. All right, you're right. Calm down. Hey, th- isn't this the wish list though? Like what we would, would want in a yeah. remaster? Yes. Yeah, <laughs> oh, jeez. Well, Tubby, I'll I have. I'll talk about two more that I have. One being Billy Hatcher and the Giant Egg, and the other one being, of course, F Zero GX. F Zero. F Zero GX. That's was on a GameCube. It was I think that was the last oh. racing game. They yeah, that's had. the game with that one character from Super Smash Brothers, Captain Falcon. Mm-hmm. No, Mario. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay, okay. Well, yeah, Captain Falcon. Oh my goodness, dude. F-Zero is such a fun game. I played the one on Super Nintendo. And then also I played F-Zero GX with my friend. He introduced me to the game. That game is so fun. It's crazy like how fast you go. There's not a lot of games that has that amount of speed and it's something about playing it where you're just like so quiet when you're playing it because it's like intense and <laughs> you're going so fast and you don't want to like crash uh it oh, has man. that certain like adrenaline feeling that you don't get in a lot of games 
there there's a I think there's a few games. Actually, a lot of the games that emulate that are usually indie games now. Yeah, there's one called it. F. I mean, I talked about it before. Fast Wipeout? RMX. Oh, never mind. <laughs> which is actually, if you look at a fast RMX tubby, it uh-huh. looks like a special successor. And the crazy thing is, that's a 60 FPS game. It looks really good on the Switch. <laughs> it's crazy. It ain't chugging. <laughs> like. When I looked at that game, I was really impressed, especially oh, yeah. the, I'm like, watching it right now. Like how it played and how it was 60 FPS and it looks pretty decent too. So definitely that's a game that I feel like is underrated because I didn't hear anything about this game until I just looked into some indie company, Shannon Multimedia, mm-hmm. who created it. And that's like what I wish F Zero would be like if they made it again. Man. But it's like the reason. Like, even some people bring up the reason that Mario Kart is, like, their racer, but that's not, like, a, like, a, it's weird to say. It's not, like, a real racing game. <laughs> Dang. It's, 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 like, a, more like a go-kart, like, party. How dare you? Let me introduce you to 200cc. <laughs> wow, that is pretty fast. It is fast. But it's, like, but it's, it's like you know, like, more of a just racing and... It's like more like an arcade. Yeah, more of an really, arcade. Really, really tradi- fast-paced More traditional, racer. yeah. Man, I just remember, like, that game. It's the Dark Souls racing games. <laughs> <laughs> it's just basically, I, from what I remember, it's like you had to be really careful with how you controlled your, your vehicle. It's like any, like, false move or messed up move, would you, you're, you're gone. Because I remember your car, can get the, your car can get destroyed in that game, right? Yeah. Yeah. Ooh, that's that's high stakes stuff. Fun stuff though. Like it. Then the other game I got, Billy Hatcher and a Giant Egg. This is a oh, game yeah. that Tubby just looked at some gameplay of. Yeah, Billy Hatcher for Smash. Oh man, that'd be great. That's that's too good. <laughs> well, if you haven't played Billy Hatcher and a Giant Egg, it's a game where well, you're dressed up in a chicken costume and okay, this might sound a little crazy. You go around Mm-hmm. collecting fruit okay and then as you collect your stuff your egg gets bigger and then depending on a lot egg, of things <laughs> and then we collect your uh and then when it gets bigger depending uh-huh. on the egg it'll have different characters or power-ups or extra lives or things that you can use to attack is it, is it random uh the egg that you get yeah, or, like what's in the egg on um, Depending on, yeah, depending on the egg, some eggs are standard, like they have a certain color, like red or purple or blue, and they have a certain like character in it. Or if they have a logo on it, like you can have the Sonic character or a Knights character. So if you hatch them, there'll be characters that'll help you in battle. Oh man, and then, that's crazy. Yeah. And this is like a platforming game. So you have like platform to go along with the egg. So you, you can like bounce and stuff like with the egg and like roll and also, which is what is really cool about it, you have to be careful with the egg. So it's like it can also break depending on like if you get attacked by enemies or if you accidentally like roll it into like water or off a cliff. Oh, like, yeah. <laughs> you, have to, you have to like re-get your egg again. But Dang. man, that was so much fun playing that game and multiplayer, which it also had. I remember playing against my friend. We played that so much and i just have a good memory of that game i remember i beat that game like three times i originally got it from renting it so dang billy hatcher yeah billy hatcher and a giant egg that would be like an underrated game that you go hunt you need to go hunt that game down again i know that's a game i actually wanted it's like at times i want to play that again like geez i really want to play this three times (laughs) man it's such a Fun game. It has like a lot of cool, like Sega Easter eggs in it. You know, back when Sega used to put Easter eggs. <laughs> joking. But back when Sega used to make, uh, oh, games. <laughs> Dang. They make games. Did they? What was the last game they made? Was it the racing one? All right, fine. That's fair. You know the, what? The I think Sonic Mania, which they had from the other person. Did they? Who had the the fan game. <laughs> Wow, they helped. He helped them making me one. Okay. Hey. All right, all right. I got you, got you. <laughs> Fair enough, man. Fair enough. That's all I got. <laughs> oh, geez. Um, 
Did I already talk about this game? I don't think I did. Nope. That's the last one to be bringing right, up. La last one. Mario Kart Double Dash. C possibly considered one of the worst Mario Kart games according to reviews. Here we go again, right? Kirby's Era, I got low scores. Mario Kart Double Wait, Dash. Wait, whoa, 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 whoa. What? Are you serious? Mario Kart serious. Double Dash got low scores? It didn't It didn't do very well. <laughs> Wait, why? I, I, I thought it was a real, like, considered, like, the second best. Or Well, technically, I don't know a lot of people like the Wii one, actually. A okay, lot. you know what? It, it did fair. It did eight, got 87 Metacritic. I don't That's know where, where I got my scores. Um, you know, IGN gave it a 7.9. GameSpot gave it a 7.9. I think it's because of all the major game reviewers or gaming companies. news outlets, yeah. companies gave it lower scores. But, I mean... 7.98 it's still it's still good it's still a good review for any game i think it's just for like a mario kart game it was on it was on the lower end so unfortunately that's that's how it was but mario kart double dash being remade for the switch it's weird because i like i really want this to happen but like you said earlier you know before we start to record this podcast uh there's a mario kart game coming out on mobile so <laughs> this is less likely to happen yes yeah, it's, it's like even less likely now it's yeah. even less likely for even like a mario kart 9 to come out on a switch oh uh, you know what oh well though i think this has a higher chance than a donkey kongo or internal darkness remake so <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> but mario kart double dash remade on the switch they could take the mario kart 8 engine or whatever engine they want to use like one of the more recent ones add new characters basically create the double dash experience two people in one cart each of the characters having their special uh weapons that's probably that's probably one of the coolest things about double dash 2 was that you could create like really cool combos you could have like dk mm -hmm. with the giant banana and then you could have a bowser with the giant uh spiky shell thing big boy I mean, squad <laughs> yeah the big boy squad uh the game was definitely imbalanced that's for sure <laughs> there were <laughs> there were some power ups that were uh, way better than others, but and characters uh, having two yeah. of the baby characters is broken. Oh my goodness! Yeah, that that was pretty broken. Those chain chomps were quite something. Actually, the the Koopa Troopas were were pretty broken because you could have three red shells. <laughs> 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 it was it was so much fun though. I really I really wish they would have made another double dash game. I don't know what they would call it, but it'd be pretty pretty awesome. And then imagine. Imagine taking that online too. Dang. Actually like having friend. you can actually invite your friend to play online for once. Yeah. No, Dude, it improved the features. That is so cool. They could do a lot of I'm surprised they don't do more stuff with Mario Kart in terms of like online feature. Well, okay, I shouldn't be that surprised, but <laughs> they could do some cool things like tournaments online. Yeah. Like with like um, Grand Prix and stuff. Kind of like how they are doing with Smash when mm -hmm. they introduce the whole tournament bracket. Yeah, it, it would be crazy. And you, you know you know what I just thought of just now? Now mm -hmm. that you're talking about like F-Zero and they were talking about vehicle damage. What? So in the Mario Kart Double Dash game, basically whoever was in the back could only just punch. What if in the Mario Kart Double Dash game, they added actual damage to the vehicles? So let's say like, you know, that I, I don't know if that was called like the, the squid ink or something like when you get when you would get hit by it in mario kart it would uh, impair the vision it'd yeah. be up to the player behind to like wipe wipe off the <laughs> wipe, wipe the front of the car so the the first player can see again or maybe like if you, you receive too much damage like a tire gets popped and then the vehicle gets slowed down so then the the player behind has to do like a mini game to fix the car like stuff like that would have been amazing dude <laughs> wow dang toby you should work at nintendo <laughs> Just adding that extra bit of uh, like interaction between first and second player would be would be crazy. Especially with the Joy Cons and the motion controls they could do. Now. Oh my god, dude! Oh shoot, we might be onto something. Let's go. Let's sell this idea to Nintendo. <laughs> You're right. I didn't. Even, I forgot about that. Like the extra, like the HD rumble, mm -hmm. and all the stuff like that. Oh man! Or if you're running out of fuel, you could be pouring fuel in the car while uh, you're driving. Dang, that's too good. That's too good. <laughs> what do we think? <laughs> <laughs> oh, geez. Anyways, Mario Kart Double Dash. Wow, actually, that sounds like a dream game. Man, 
That actually sounds a lot better than a man. We might have to come back with that in the future. All all these ideas are too are too good. What are we thinking? (laughs) Are we high? (laughs) Oh my goodness! Well, Uh, that's it. That's it. All right, everyone. So let us know what you think if you're on Podbean. What games would you love to see a remaster or remake of? And also leave a comment in the comment section below because we're very curious to know what other people like to want to come. Maybe there's some games we miss, like Super Monkey Ball or or One Piece or One Piece Grand Battle. Battle. <laughs> oh my goodness! Just let us know. Feel free to do that. And if you're are if you are on Podbean or iTunes or Google Play or Stitcher, mostly any other listening platform, then feel free to leave a rating as I would help this tremendously, you know, get on the new and uprising. Apparently that's a thing. That's a thing. Yeah. Oh, wow. That's crazy, isn't it? If you're on YouTube, check out Tubby Morris channel, the Tubby Sandwich. Do some unboxings there. Oh, yeah, of course. Like, that's what they're called, right? Unboxings. Oh, and of course, the, the new series where I just posted the first and final episode uh, called Box Art Breakdown. It's, it's pretty cool stuff. We pretty much just talk about video game box arts and why they are the most precious thing on this planet. Wow. Can't argue with that. Go check I it out. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's pretty unique. You don't see a lot of people talking about that. I know. It's a shame. These artists... They do a good job. It's like the most. That's, the, that's like the the face of the game you're about to purchase too. Uh, I don't think it's as important nowadays, but I can still. I'm I'm pretty sure not. So me and you, we could we could both still appreciate some good box art. So there you go. If you would like to see what I do on my channel, indie Nintendo content, then feel free to subscribe to Now That's Gaming on YouTube. Now That's Gaming with the. Um, pixel icon because there's apparently a lot of now that's games oh shoot (laughs) (laughs) but yeah thank you so much for watching and listening and we'll see you next time all right take care everybody